Welcome to the Calming Ground Podcast. I'm your host, Elizabeth Minton, psychotherapist and mindfulness coach. This podcast is designed to offer you inspiration, wisdom, and actionable steps to support you to nurture your inner light. I used to think perfectionism was for those who had their houses and offices and desks in perfect order and loved labeling all of their beautiful and intentional shelves, compartments, and boxes with one of those label guns. That is definitely not me, I thought to myself, with a mixture of relief and self-judgment. It wasn't until I took a deeper dive into the meaning and nuances of perfectionism that I learned that perfectionism is actually on a continuum. Those shoulds I was feeding myself, those comparisons and benchmarks I wasn't ever quite meeting. Yeah, all of that fits on the spectrum of perfectionism. I also learned that perfectionism comes in even more forms. There's the perfectionism that is other-focused, the benchmarks and judgments, about the standards that friends and family should be living up to, I hadn't ever considered that exceedingly high standards for others that just couldn't quite be satisfied was another example of perfectionism at play. I want to be fair to perfectionism. That isn't a dirty word. Often people who can identify with the qualities of perfectionism are very focused go-getters who can be incredibly reliable and helpful members of families, communities, and in relationships. As with everything, the qualities of perfectionism do best when they're not left unchecked. Unchecked perfectionism can have us run ragged, constantly trying to hustle for our sense of value and self-worth and always coming up short. Or it can have us feeling constantly dissatisfied with our family, our friends, and colleagues because Nobody is meeting the impossibly perfect standards we've assigned for them. If we're struggling with unchecked perfectionism, it is very likely impacting everyone around us. We pass it to our children, our loved ones, even our acquaintances. We don't mean to, it's not intentional, and yet it's inevitable. So my friends, I want to circle back to compassion for a moment. Remember compassion? When we truly tap into compassion for ourselves, we are often accessing our vulnerability, sweet vulnerability that is at the heart of our many efforts to manage everything, including ourselves a certain way. This vulnerability can show up with us realizing how fatigued we are from heaping so much on our plates to manage and get just right. This vulnerability can show up as sadness and grief for how much we've taken on and how hard it feels to let go and let what is be good enough right now. When we can see these efforts to manage with compassion, we tend to get in touch with our hearts. No wonder we may not do this often, right? Feeling that exhaustion, that sadness, that vulnerability, it's not easy. It can be much more familiar 
and in control to go back to the perfectionistic hustling. Is it easier to hustle though? Kind of, and that it may be familiar, but how about the toll of exhaustion, the toll of dissatisfaction? How about the toll of never quite feeling good enough or other people are doing things right enough? That toll sounds pretty heavy. Ready to strengthen your self-care practice? I have a free guide for you to help you identify the areas in your life where you need the most replenishment and learn the next steps you can take to feel more relaxed and restored. To get the guide, go to www.thecalmingground forward slash opt hyphen in. The link is in the show notes so that you can live the ease-filled life you dream of. When we practice self-compassion as an antidote to our perfectionism, we allow ourselves to drop into greater authenticity and connectedness. We exist in a place where imperfection is life, and it's okay. Do we still want to strive? Sure. But do we have to get it right all the time? Not at all. One of the tremendous ironies I find in my work is that so many people feel that they have to be near perfect in order to be truly lovable or truly desirable. And yet it is their very vulnerabilities and imperfections that allow others to connect with them and love them. Self-compassion amplifies this. When we practice self-compassion towards what we consider to be our imperfections, there's a ripple effect. Other people might feel more safe around us to be vulnerable too. They will probably feel more connection with us and drawn to us. Because now, not only are we as imperfect as they are, we are also lovingly imperfect. This can strengthen relationships tremendously. It can strengthen communities. It is a form of real beauty. And this can actually lead to great admiration. I often turn to nature when I need a reminder of the beauty of imperfection. In the natural world, some of the most beautiful trees I've seen are those that are uniquely weathered. They don't have all the perfect branches reaching just so up to the sky. They have knots, and sometimes they're quite gnarly. The ocean that I find so gorgeous has calm waters I can wade in for hours and under toes that can throw me off my feet. There's no such thing as perfectly managed or just right, is there? Maybe for a moment something can feel just right. And that's probably because for that moment, I'm feeling present enough to truly take in the experience, the moment itself. Maybe instead of being just right, It might be that I'm just present. If you get nothing else from this episode, I hope you at least take away this message. You are beautifully imperfect and your imperfections make you human enough for others to see themselves and relate to you in ways that offer true connection and belonging. If you have perfectionistic qualities that help you strive, ride on. I'd never want to get in the way of you reaching your dreams. 
And please hear me when I say you are already imperfectly good enough regardless. I'll end this episode with a quote from Brene Brown's book, The Gift of Imperfection. She writes, May we find the courage to let go of who we think we're supposed to be so that we can fully embrace our authentic selves, the imperfect, the creative, the vulnerable, the powerful, the broken, and the beautiful. May we show ourselves and others the compassion that comes from knowing that we are all made of strength and struggle. May we create a just and equitable world where privilege isn't a prerequisite for self-expression and authenticity, where everyone feels invited and safe to express their power and their vulnerability. And last, may we experience the strength of connection, the love of belonging, and the grace of pure joy. Thank you for listening. Thank you so much for listening today. Subscribe to not miss another episode. And please share this podcast with a friend you think might benefit. I'd love to remind as many people as possible that they too can have the peace, calm, and rejuvenation that a little self-love and care can bring. And lastly, I'd love if you would leave me a review and let me know how I'm doing. See you next week.